Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. My name is Biz Paul. I'm here in the UK and I'm joined by my very bestest friend from Denver. It's Felice Jones. Hey, Paul. I am a little stressed out with technology right now. Oh, no. What have you done? <laughs> you know, just trying to get the sound right for this podcast and my headphones broke. My Bluetooth headphones won't work. So I'm down to the husband's USB headphones. Uh, and I realized I am almost obsolete because it's hard to find wired earbud headphones. And I'm just that old. I like them. I think, I, I think you know, you need to stay with what you're comfortable with, frankly. Yeah, but they don't sell them anymore. So what do you do? We find a sponsor. That's what we do. Find a sponsor? Okay, Bose. <laughs> we need them as a sponsor because yeah. those are the only headphones I like. Okay, well, there's an endorsement for you right there. It's I know. Bose from Felicia Jones. Hey, do you know what? I'm going to London tomorrow to the podcast show in London. Ooh. So maybe I can try and win you some, or, or maybe we, maybe Bose will be there. I don't know. I will point people in your direction and say there's a need, there's a content opportunity, a collab in the offering. We just that, need some headphones. That would be great because that's my third pair of those particular headphones. <laughs> Maybe and I that's telling them, you something. <laughs> I know. Well, no, they, they last, it's almost like every four years. I, 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 you know, you know how you have them in something and you drop it and then it breaks the little thing. That's what happens. So these, the last pair that just broke, I actually got them when I went to London in 2018. And be because on the flight over, my headphones broke and I had to figure out how to buy headphones in London. I mean, it, sounds dumb but it's just like okay we're just wanting to go buy headphones in london and it wasn't the easiest thing because i just really? i guess i don't know all the stores a so, shop would be good i mean there's plenty of shops in london like what kind of shops is it like we have best buy here like where do you go to buy electronics uh curries curries okay curries, i ended up going yeah. to harrods <laughs> Well, because one, I did, I never been to Harrods and it was like, I was kind of doing a touristy thing. I'm like, oh, I should go take a photo at Harrods. And while I'm there, I should get some headphones. Okay. And yeah. So that's Seems how I got a bit extreme to me. To well, I was going Harrods. in that direction and I figured that they sell tech stuff there. And, and I wasn't, I didn't talk to anybody yet. This was like, you know, where do you go to go to buy something? Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I would well, have got on the internet, but it, it it's more fun when you're just in the middle of the road in a foreign country. Like, I need headphones. I don't even know where to go, so I'm just going to start walking <laughs> up and down the street. Yeah, well, that's a nice so, street around Harrods. Actually, that's I wasn't nice there. I was staring. I was staying in Shoreditch. Oh, you're so you're so cool. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a cool place, so I was staying there, and yeah, and. Well, no, no. Where was I staying? I don't know where I was staying. I don't know, but that's 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 some trek from Shoreditch to Harrods. I mean, it's not like you just walk in by and oh, I'll just pop into Harrods. It's the complete opposite well, end of the city. I mean, you do your tourist thing while you're there, and it's like, okay, I, I'll go do, I'll go do the things. And on the way, you know, it wasn't like I was going for the headphones, but I kind of was, and I figured I'll I'll just figure it out as I go. But yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I, th I was staying in Shoreditch. I was I was staying in Shoreditch. And um, I was just out for the day. And then the other thing was, yeah, I wanted to, I did the London Eye because I've always wanted to mm -hmm. do that. And mm -hmm. then I went back home and because it was starting to snow. 
I don't think that's normal. It was like snowing. And it was like, wow, it's snowing here. And everybody seemed to be freaking out like it's snow. Uh, It wasn't a whole lot, but it was cold. Well, and then I went up to Nottingham. And then eventually I I met you a couple of days later. Yeah. I know. That's why I need these headphones. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I'll I will try and find them tomorrow. If I mean, I'm sure you can buy them in the states. But you know, I'm just thinking, just if there's an opportunity to get a a show sponsor, should we get Bose to sponsor the show? Yes. 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 Just upgrade all our equipment. I mean, we've been in this for a while, so it's probably time for us to get a sponsor. Yeah. Oh, I had uh, I had a dream the other night about Ooh. our show yeah we won <laughs> an award we won an award and do you know who run, did we beat who the ran, new york times <laughs> well yeah we did do you know who ran the awards who you us <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what i I will say i was um at the conference that i was at hopefully i'm not calling anybody out it, it is kind of weird when the staff wins the awards that the conference is give, giving out. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That happens more often than I think people realize. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. Cause you know, everybody outside of working for that particular group, they have their own things, but it's like, I, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if like your staff should be winning awards. Seems a little, <laughs> I don't know. Preferential yeah. maybe. I don't know. But mm. yeah. Mm. But, you know, I guess if you love your staff that much, you're going to get other people to nominate themselves, go through the whole voting process just to give the <laughs> award to the person that you work across the desk from. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. But but if we win an award from us, I'm cool with that. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Everybody yeah. else is doing it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So watch this right. space, folks. <laughs> I know. All right. So what's happening in the world of Twitter? Or should I start? Because I, I have a really interesting story over here. Well, I haven't been like around a lot over the last week, so um, I don't know what's going on really, apart from a couple of things. So you go for it. Okay. Um, the one thing that's like popping off over here is Juneteenth ice cream. And people are very upset about Juneteenth ice cream. So for those of you who may not know, Juneteenth is a very new holiday here in the United States. It was It started being a holiday last year. And Juneteenth celebrates, oh gosh, it's, I I mean, just to sum it up, it was kind of the celebration of the end of slavery, but it's not really the celebration of the end of slavery. So Mm -hmm. when slavery ended, um, you know, you know, you know, the president, they send out their pigeons to tell people, hey, you know, or owls, whatever they have, hey, slavery has ended. But the very special, lovely people in the state of Texas decided you know what? We're going to wait and not tell anybody because we got to get these crops out. So they didn't tell the people and they waited like three or four or six months to finally tell people. So it they actually told them like on June 15th, um, I think it was 1865. So that's where Juneteenth comes from. Yeah. It's a holiday I never heard of because I lived, I grew up in Alabama. It was a holiday that was mainly celebrated like in Texas because that's where they finally found out. Um, but now it is officially a federal holiday in the United States. And somebody has decided to copyright it. A company that appears to be, com- you know, owned by a white person within a, with a completely white overhead board team and things like that. So they have mm-hmm. trademarked and 
And um, now we have Juneteenth ice cream and people got so upset. And I think the flavor is like red velvet and cheesecake swirl. Um, people okay. got so upset. Walmart pulled the ice cream. Oh, because people are like, you know, are you giving money to the community? Are you doing this? And, you know, yeah. you know we are in the age of outrage. Uh, so, yeah. So the Juneteenth ice cream is officially gone now. But Walmart <laughs> has is selling all Juneteenth stuff. And I always I always figured that this was going to be a problematic holiday because it's a weird one to celebrate. Um, yeah, it's a weird one to celebrate because not everybody is still, you know, found a secure place when talking about slavery or referencing slavery. So, hmm. I mean, yeah. it's such a it's such a big subject. I mean, to it just, to commercialize it and to, and to get a trademark or a copyright on it just seems weird that that could be allowed. I mean, but that's how business works, I guess. <laughs> so, well, yes. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I will say here's a little strange fact or a, a fact about the United States. Along this journey, I found out on yesterday or the day before that um, the flavor should be vanilla because in the Jim Crow South, which is segregated South, you know, through up from the 1900s up to about 1960 depending on when cities decide to decided to behave and desegregate black people were not allowed to eat vanilla ice cream except for on the 4th of july because the <laughs> okay, ice cream why? is white ice cream is white so they can't eat something that's white unless it's that, a special day that that is some commitment to racism right there <laughs> isn't it <laughs> it's like An eating wow rule. Yeah, so you couldn't go, you know, and of course back then they didn't really have you go buy to go to the store and buy ice cream. You went to the ice cream shops. And yeah. so they would not I mean, one, you could barely get into the ice cream shops anyway because of segregation, but yeah. you couldn't you couldn't order vanilla ice cream because that's that was offensive. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's some commitment to racism right there. Do you know what's quite interesting? I was just thinking that a lot of the issues that we often talk about, particularly in relating to the states and this issue about segregation or racism or whatever, um, feels so odd to me because it sort of feels recent. But then I'm thinking, is that because British, I mean, obviously, you know, British racism has not ended. I'm not suggesting that for a moment. But sort of some of the same issues are often portrayed here as being a very long time ago, like medieval or something, or no. Victorian, or it's just it's, this, God, is this world is still in my parents' lifetime. So yeah, um, and for quite a few people's grandparents. So this was up until 1965. My parent, my mom, was born in 1951. So uh, yeah, my mom desegregated a high school. My my family desegregated a high school. You know, so this isn't. Mm. very long i mean granted some of the older people are around. i mean if, if if martin luther king hadn't been assassinated he'll still be alive so yeah. quite a few of these people are still there at you know at the later part of their lives but quite of the quite a few of the young people that were involved they're still around um all the kids who desegregated high schools um uh, ruby bridges the little i don't know if the, this picture is very famous over there but it's a little girl who needed the National Guard to go to school to desegregate because um, because of the time it was in. She's still alive. She's just 60. She's just in her 60s. So. Oh, wow. That's young. 
Yeah, so this is not an uh, ancient time ago. This is very recent, depending on where you live, and also depends on where you live and when your city decided to behave. Mm. Yeah, so. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah, there you go. Oof. You can... All those people are, I, I keep trying to tell people, like, those people still alive. They live in my neighborhood I grew up in. Mm, mm. Yeah. So. Just over ice cream as well. Yeah, but there you go. That's some commitment to racism right there. Mm. So it's crazy now because all I eat is vanilla ice cream now. Well, talking of, <laughs> you know, complete racists and um, inappropriate <laughs> behavior. Who are we talking about now? I've got a party gate update for you. <laughs> okay. If you want one. <laughs> politicians yes politicians yes oh by the way can we just uh, just reflect a moment on uh, australia's general election where they've got rid of um scott morrison the well f now former prime minister at the weekend quite a quite a shift actually from one wing of politics to the other i saw a very interesting tweet that had a picture of trump with a big red x on it Ooh. scott morrison with a big red x on it and boris johnson with no x on it and it said two down one to go <laughs> well that's very good i mean unfortunately because i'm in the united states and we don't keep up with anybody else's um politics no, <laughs> i don't no. know well, what's going on in australia but i do know that um you know, number 45 is planning on running again. And we are, we are starting that whole thing. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, my prediction for what it's worth is that yes, he will run again and yes, he will win. Yeah, I know. That's why I got to move out of this neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. I, I exactly. can't do another, I can't do another <laughs> uh, campaign in this neighborhood. It's, it was a little much last time. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, strap yourselves in folks. We are in this Woo! maelstrom for the long haul because Putin's not, well, actually it depends. Putin's, I say, obviously, I don't know, but everyone's <laughs> saying that Putin is really ill. Um, and they always but, I mean, say that got, those people never die though. They don't. Well, this is the thing. This is what I'm saying. He's going to be there for, for a while yet. So, so there's that Trump, you know, Trump coming back in Boris Johnson, despite this party gate update, which I'm about to release to you, doesn't look like he's going anywhere. So the latest on party gate is that the, uh, police in London, the Metropolitan Police, said they're not going to issue any more fines. Case closed. Um, they've issued over 120 mm -hmm. fines um, for parties at Downing Street during lockdowns. Okay. It's the most fined address in the country. Wow. So, um, but only one fine for Johnson, and it's all done. It's all over. Well, okay. is this obviously, taxpayers' well, money being used to pay these fines? Uh, mm. that's a very good question. Uh, uh, who who knows? Who knows? Campaign funds um, all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so case closed, no problem. Well, now what that means is is that we're waiting for a report to come out from a woman called Sue Gray, who's become really famous now. Sue Gray, oh. this sort of civil servant who's written this detailed report, and she was prevented from releasing that report whilst the police investigation was ongoing. Turns out that Boris Johnson is. Um, instigated a meeting with her to try and convince her not to release the report whatsoever. Cute outrage. And then um, the day that that's happening, because apparently it's going to be released tomorrow, but yesterday a photo or a series of photos appeared of Boris Johnson with a glass of wine or something in his hand um, at, at some kind of party in Downing Street, <laughs> where on the table there are bottles of wine, champagne, uh, gin, 
the the lot right is there and at this party at least one person has been fined so the question is if if he wasn't fined why wasn't he fined and other people were fined because it clearly was an illegal gathering and therefore he was there but despite all of this there's there's there seems to be no intention whatsoever of him resigning or having any kind of no of course not right um so we we await this report and see what happens but i just i don't think he's going anywhere you know uh the pandemic is forgotten about he was doing it for the people you know he was stressed out working really hard and whoever this sue gray is she is she fairly young person no, she's, uh, I would say she's in her 50s, maybe early 60s. I don't know. Okay, because I was like, isn't Johnson, he's pretty fertile. He may try to. Yeah, well, she, yes. Get her with a baby to be quiet or something. Who That's knows? very true. God, That's very know. true. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But there's all sorts of questions now about the Metropolitan Police. Uh, are they in on it? Of course it they are. whitewash? Yes, all of it. All of it, yes. <laughs> yes. All of the above. <laughs> All of the above, yeah. And it's going to be swept under a rug. You guys are going to get gaslighted because it never happened because COVID well, never happened. Well, that's well, that's it. The thing is, we've all moved on from... Kind well, of. I say we, we haven't all moved on because people are, you know, at this moment in time remembering that they lost a loved one or they couldn't see people whilst they were partying. So there's a bit of that going on. But it amazes me how quickly people do move on from these things. A lot of the uh, conservative politicians are saying it's 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 done now it's time to draw a line under it and let's move on and talk about something else but that sort of happens anyway doesn't it well it, it it is quite fascinating i remember one of the first articles i read i think it was around somewhere in march 2020 and they said and the guy was saying you should get ready for the biggest gaslight of your life now mm-hmm. i don't think he thought two years later we would be in the situation but he said everybody the media politicians will make it seem like this never happened and will force you to forget it ever happened and it it feels that way and um somebody was saying you know when we look back at the spanish flu it's hard to find records of it and and they said you have to go back to artists and you know uh, people who made music because they kind of wrote what was going on at the time but, you know, because, of course, we were all like, well, I never heard about the Spanish flu all of a sudden. Why was it so big mm-hmm. and nobody heard about it? But if you look at how things are going now, it's the exact same thing. It is almost like, oh, yeah, the pandemic is over. Like, oh, that was 2020. It only lasted like two months. And that's kind of how people are making it feel sometimes. Like, it only lasted like two months. And it was like, that was like two years of craziness that went down. So, shock. I mean, shocking. And the, the, the trauma is definitely still being felt I, I see more and more evidence of the impact on children in particular children's anxiety at record levels in, the inability to access certain services oh yeah um, i don't I, I don't know what it's like over there but obviously we live in a a country where allegedly healthcare is free at the point of use and that includes mental health services as well and of course it, it, people are complaining that, that that isn't the case because people just cannot get treatment and children in particular can't get services and that that is definitely the case from speaking from from personal experience so um there, there is definitely there is definite gaslighting do, do you think it's because the, the politicians put pressure on things like the media to move the agenda forward is it because 
the news agenda is faster than it was because of rolling coverage and things like that? Or is it generally that there's so much happening, it's just impossible to keep up with things? All of the above. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's all of the above. And I mean, sometimes I kind of go to just follow the money and look at where the money is going. And one of the issues, you know, I got to listen to a lot of conservative radio driving through Kansas. Fun times. Uh, Uh One of the issues that everybody's talking about here is inflation. And so they're like blaming Joe Biden on inflation and you haven't done anything about it. Like we didn't have inflation under Trump. And it's like, did I was, you know, am I the only one who didn't know what happened the last two years? Like Mm -hmm. we, we literally had something that shut the entire world down. And some of us are pretending like the world still isn't shut down. I mean, there's still have there's still other countries that are still not functioning yet. And mm-hmm, that just yeah. had the biggest domino effect on everything and everybody. And and so when I look at it that way from the from inflation and money and all of that kind of stuff, it does feel like they wanted us to get out of this fast because we needed to keep money going. Um, because we're all in this, I mean, at this point we're so global and we're all in this, you know, together, like China, um, I I haven't kept up, but I assume they're still kind of in lockdown mode, which is affecting everyone. Um, and you have these labor shortages and I, and I say this and I will take this to my grave. No one, no one is ready to admit how messed up we are, um, from pan, from the pandemic. I think mentally, a lot of us, I mean, I'll admit even myself, a lot of us are still messed up mentally. Um, I don't have kids, but I assume if I was a kid, I assume kids are having some issues. Adults are having issues. I mean, we're seeing, I mean, look at the Elon Musk of the world. I personally believe the pandemic probably hit him as well. So, (laughs) I I mean, I hate to say it, but it's just, you know, when you're literally having a public meltdown, you have to think about all this isolation over the last two years and being glued to your phone and just inputting too much um, information. It, I, I do think it's like bothering us. And, and so we're at this point now where, you know, you, it's so weird. And I don't know if you guys are having over there, but you have the people who are like appalled that people are outside without mask on. And then you have the other side is like, I'm going to go live because this is over. And it's just like, who do you even listen to? Because people, people are pretty good at shaming you for not wearing a mask now. But it's the oh, people. Really? But it's the people who are wearing masks. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think there's that. Um, it's just so divisive and and polarizing the the whole thing. But it. But you're right, and it's interesting. I hadn't thought about it like that. That there are different stages of this and different areas of the world we're at different stages so this is not this is a lingerer really yeah. um and and we're, we are going to feel it from for a long time ahead but it's it's it's, it's possibly even gaslighting the way that things like we're not told certain things yeah or um i mean i suppose it's not strictly gaslighting is it but but the the silence kind of suggests that it's not a thing anymore and that it's what we're getting here is very much it's time to move on it's time to move on and that's what people seem to be doing. I don't know whether we're just bored of it or whether we're very obedient here. But I mean, I was looking at a brand new a railway system that's open in London 
today uh, Elizabeth? Elizabeth Line. Yeah, Elizabeth that. Line. Yeah, because yeah, everything has to be named after her. <laughs> uh, and no one's wearing a mask. No one. I mean, you don't have to anymore. But I was, I was planning when I'm going down to London tomorrow, which is the first time I've been since the pandemic. I was thinking, right, okay, so I might wear a mask on the tube because I don't like the tube's dirty anyway. So I might wear a mask on the tube. Uh, I don't think maybe. I normally wear gloves in London because I don't like touching anything. And now with like <laughs> monkey pox, I'm like, well, that's a touching thing. I definitely don't want to touch anything. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, you know, what, what, what does one do? But you just look at the media and, and, and nothing's happening. And I mean, we, well, the Ukraine war is, is all over the news all day, every day here. But you were saying to me that you're not seeing much of that. Oh no, we don't get that. We've moved on. <laughs> right. So you've moved yeah. on from that. Yeah, we got to talk aren't about you, Juneteenth ice cream. That's that's the important stuff here. Uh, well, aren't, aren't you going to war with China now? Aren't you going to like um, defend Taiwan? Wasn't that what Biden said the other day? I don't know. I don't know what Joe is talking <laughs> about these days. He says a lot of things that gets himself in trouble. Um, yeah, we are in the midterm primary election season. So that is dominating everything. And Supreme Court stuff is dominating everything. And I think in next month or in a couple of weeks we should hear the final a verdict on this Roe versus Wade and all that kind of stuff so it's like there's so much going on here we don't hear about Ukraine but then you know and but when you go back to COVID it is kind of like what is it that we're supposed to do we don't get reports anymore um, they've just announced that there's two more variants and they've had um, large spikes on the east coast here and they're predicting a surge, but, you know, but we have, when I, I mean, we've always said this over the last few years, people have moved on, things are coming back. I would say at this exact moment, it feels like everything is just as normal as before. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's yeah. a good thing, but it, it's, I don't know. It's, I don't know what do you, think, you do. <laughs> do you think that's a coping mechanism though? Because when something is so horrific, you kind of block it out, don't you? And then it just comes back as PTSD years later. So Probably. I can I can I can understand uh, how it's beneficial to to block it out. And I'm pretty sure I I heard or read or maybe even got it from you about Spanish flu about why maybe there wasn't as much reference to it in films and things in the 1920s because people just wanted to forget about it or people needed something else. It's probably a little bit of both is, you know, businesses needed you to forget about it and people wanted mm. to forget about it. And then, you know, if the death toll is what they were saying, I mean, it's pretty horrific when, you know, people lost families and the same with yeah. COVID, um, you know, it, it is is very triggering, I assume, for people who may have lost three or four family members during this whole thing. And then we're going about life as is. And then, of course, we have people with long COVID now. So that's yeah. the other thing of, you know, somebody said something is so bad about a disease that the initial onset of it is not the hard part of it or the scary part. It's the right. the thing that's going to linger up to a year or two for some people. And and I don't even know how we're dealing with that. I don't know if that's a disability thing. Um, it's still causing work shortage issues. You know, people still are having issues finding workers or when people do get sick, they actually do stay home now uh, yeah. or, you know, or when they do have long COVID sy symptoms, they just can't work how they mm. used to. So mm. um, I do 
think this is going to last for a while. And I, I don't know what you do about it. I don't know if you go continue to live as normal or pretend to live as normal or whatever your version of safe is, you know, cause some people yeah. like, I'll just take my test and I'm safe. And it's like, okay. You know, I went to a conference last week and it's like, you know, um, no mask, you know, I was speaking, went out. I mean, I did more stuff than I've done in two years. I wasn't freaking out, but it was just like, I think I'm done for the year. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, yeah. You, you used a word which I thought was very interesting, pretending. Like, I wonder whether we're all pretending that it's that it's fine when of course we know we are. it's not. Of course we are. <laughs> but how conscious do you think that is? Because I would say I'm not consciously pretending. I'm probably acting a bit more as I used to act. But in the back of my mind, I do know it's still a thing. And I am, you know, I do think about things like, mm, I'm at a conference tomorrow. Is it going to be busy? What am I going to do? What about today? And I was training like 14 people. Not like the huge numbers, but all in the same room. Yeah, I'm just consciously pretending. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because it's like, I I understand. I've And I've had a friend and she was like, are you, you know, when we're talking about this conference I was going to, are you concerned? Do you not want to be around people? And it's like, it's not that I don't want to be around people because of COVID. I just don't want to be around people because of people. Um, mm. But I also know that the moment I decide to walk out the house, I'm accepting all these things. And there's yeah. not much I could. I mean, the only thing in my brain I could do is it's either I'm kind of either black or white. Either I'm staying in the house or I'm going out. And I will probably not choose to go out on a regular basis. You will not be able to get me to go hang out in a restaurant. Um <laughs> But if I, you know, like if Paul, if you invited me, like, hey, Felicia, I need you to come over here to help me out with something. It's like, okay, I'll do it. But you're the only one because you're the only person I like. And that's right. it. <laughs> you know, and, and what happens is that now I have other friends. Well, I saw that you did this. Like, uh-uh, nope, 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 nope. I'm done. You should have been at the right. conference. So Yeah. That was your chance. <laughs> it's like, that's it. Because now I am in the house all summer. So I think you have people like me. And then I do, I do think you have people who are just like, you know what? I will be as careful as I can and, and just keep going. And, and I kind of get back to that, you know, like, what is it that you want people to do? I mean, you've told us to get the vaccine. People have gotten a vaccine. You said wear a mask. People wear them when they want to. And you told us we need to get back to work. We need to get back to all the things. And it's like, so what is it? I mean, you, do you want me to stay in the house or don't you? You know, at some point I'm going to go start doing stuff because I need to and I want to. I think that's fair. Yeah. But what about things like Ukraine then, which is a completely different situation. And if people have moved on from that, why is why is that? Why people moved on from a, a, a horrific situation that's going on there? Because I think to a certain extent here, we we're still getting it every day on the news. But the initial kind of let's fundraise for Ukraine, let's put like a flag on our uh, Twitter profile um, seems to have gone or going, you know, is that boredom? I, I think the thing with Ukraine is one, we, we, it's too far away from us. And I think that's the other thing. It's too far away. Mm. It's in Europe. You know, most of us don't know where that is on a map. <laughs> um, so it's like, you know, is that England? Is that next to England? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I, one, I think it's too far away and it's not completely connected to us. And 
for the people who are connected to it, of course, it's going to be front and center in their mind. But for some other people, it's like, okay, one, that's too far away. Two, I've never heard of Ukraine. Don't even know anything that's going on in Eastern Europe. Uh, Russia is not concerned concerning my everyday moves. Um, and um, And the other thing is because our country is so diverse with so many people, um, there's been a lot of backlash of people supporting, not people, but definitely companies supporting Ukraine. Cause it's like, well, why didn't you support this company? Why didn't you, this country, why, like yeah. why? And that has kind of gotten to some people as well. And, um, and I do think we just have that news cycle. We, you know, uh, obviously our news um, is for profit now. So we, yeah. you know, and it's 24 seven on all these stations and we got to keep moving on to the, the latest think, crazy. <laughs> yeah. I do think just from, um, from what you said today, that it seems quite apparent now thinking about it, that your whole new cycle is dominated by elections of some kind. Like you have them often and they go on for so long. I, I wonder whether you would be better off saying you can only campaign for a month because it's a long time like if you've, if you've got an election every other year for either midterms or presidential or whatever and the cycle of election goes from like winter all the way through to late autumn that's that's a that's a lot of yeah a lot of politics it's, it's a lot of politics but i i don't know if our news cycle is dominated by by politics is dominated by money you know whatever will get people to click watch Right. Because all of our news is owned by, you know, the Jeff Bezos of the world. So mm. we got to keep money going. And and I think we like sensational headlines. And and, at, and the other thing, there's so much going on in the United States with all of these. We, we have so many different states. Yeah. And each state is their own batch of crazy. So you're trying to keep up with that. And then it's like, oh, we want you to keep up with what's going on in other countries. It's like, let me figure out what's going on in my neighborhood first, because these people are trying to do things to me. Um, but I, I, I don't know. It, it, we have this thing that we will just keep moving. And I mean, that I think that's just what we do as humans is just keep right. on moving. And then when we come in contact with somebody who's still suffering from something from a couple of years ago we'll just choose to ignore them and you know go to the happy happy smiling people because like oh you're like a energy drainer because you're still stuck in 2020 you know we do it i think it's a human thing we do it. it's like okay yeah. i need to be around positive happy people we will see all right until next time see you soon felicia yeah part of the like mind media network